on average, women leave the house with over 200 government-recognized carcinogens daily. I mean, it's just, I mean, between hairspray, makeup, lips, whatever it is. I mean, that is disturbing. There are thousands of ingredients that they don't allow in, in Europe that are just fine. I mean, because we get, you know, EU registration, all that with our wholesalers. I just want to say I completely agree with you. It's ridiculous and completely dishonest and misleading. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Hello and welcome to the Boss Babe podcast. I'm Danielle Canty, Boss Babe co-founder and your host for today's episode. Now, I'm really excited about this one because this is real talk, you guys. Like we are diving into things you probably don't really want to hear because we are talking about the harmful and dirty ingredients that actually lie within your makeup bag. Yes, that's right. I know we don't want to hear it. Like we want to be putting these things, lotions and potions on our skin that make us feel good, brighten our look, do all the things. But the truth is a lot of these makeups, a lot of these cleansers, moisturizers, all the things, they actually have really harmful chemicals in them. And so this is what we are talking about on the podcast today, because sometimes being a entrepreneur, And sharing the real behind the scenes of building businesses looks like marketing and sales. And sometimes it's going to look like ensuring we are looking after ourselves because there's a quote that says, a healthy woman wishes for everything. A sick woman only wishes for one thing and that's her health. And I just want to draw us back to that health is wealth. And it's really important that we are prioritizing ourselves. We all talk about self-care and that can look like so many different things. Um, And today's episode, it looks like, okay, what am I putting on my skin? And is it helping me? Because the real facts are a lot of the things that we put on contain, particularly in America, ingredients that are banned within the EU. I actually had an experience where I bought a foundation in the US, didn't check the ingredients properly, went to the EU, couldn't buy it because it was banned there because it had harmful chemicals in. I'm like, what? And then in addition, some ingredients, like they're literally known carcinogenic products and they're still allowed to be added into our makeup and our cleansers. It's absolutely crazy and really, really eye-opening. But for me, I want to be having these conversations because for us to be successful, like success comes in all different shapes and sizes. And for me to be successful, I have to be at the top of my game. I have to be happy and I have to be healthy. Those are like the fundamentals of it. And I'm really excited today because I invited Andy on, CEO and founder of Alatura Naturals, a skincare company, because his journey is really, really interesting. He actually was hit by a car, not once, but twice. He was left unconscious with seven broken ribs, a collapsed lung, and a really bad jaw fracture and multiple gas across his face and his body and lots and lots of scarring. And so after this accident, he was really like, how can I focus on healing my skin? And what does healing your skin even look like? And he became really obsessed with this. And that's why his company was born. And so today's episode, we are exposing some of those products that claim to be natural and organic, but actually have these harmful ingredients within inside them. And I'm revealing um, some of these ingredients that you need to be looking out for and also giving you a link to an app, which has been a game changer for me because you literally get to scan the barcode of your product and find out how clean that product is. So I really hope you love this conversation. And before I go, I just have one special request. 
If you can take two minutes whilst listening to this episode, I'd really appreciate it. Just to leave us a review. I read every single one of them. It helps me shape the guests that we get on here. When you give us a five-star review, it makes me happy and um, I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And just if you can take the time, that'd be great. And also if you love this episode and you love this podcast, consider sharing it with another woman because that's how we get the word out. That's how we make changes. That's how we open up people up to conversations that they wouldn't have perhaps normally heard or had. So I appreciate every single one of you for all of your support. And I really hope you love this episode. So Andy, I feel like when you have good skin for most of your life, you can often take it for granted and forget that it's kind of like the largest organ in the body as such. But for someone who had a lot of skin issues, I really suffered from acne and really getting the balance right with my skin. I kind of went down this path of doing a lot of research and that's how I became really interested in, okay, what am I putting on my body and how does that actually affect all these things that I might have not even known, like my hormones or like my gut and all these pieces. But I'm curious, like, what was your, what sparked your interest in, one, understanding how your skin worked, but then going on to found a skin company? Well, first off, I had no intention ever of getting into skincare, uh, let alone owning a company that now has over 20 products. I was, I mean, March 20th, 2011, I was leaving dinner just crossing the street on Melrose in Sierra Bonita, and I got hit by a westbound heading vehicle lost consciousness, hit into the eastbound lane, and run over by a Land Rover. Oh, my God. Yeah. Both cars pulled over. Um, emergency first responders were just closing, <laughs> cutting my clothes off me in the middle of Melrose. Um, I got shuttled off to Cedars-Sinai ICU, where I woke up with uh, my chin protruding through the bottom of my mouth. <gasps> I mean, it was the worst compound fracture Dr. Rosenberg had ever seen, the resident maxillofacial surgeon at Cedars-Sinai. I had seven broken ribs, a collapsed lung, and I was, I mean, just unrecognizable. Yeah. Oh my God. I was on a morphine drip, so I was a little loopy just trying to figure everything out. I had two friends with me in the ICU room with me, and I quickly figured out the severity of the situation. Yeah. There's like not many people have had that life and death situation, but I imagine that was, that was pretty close to it. So you were hit, and I, you broke ribs, and like you, so you, fra- you fractured your jaw, which is the mandible, uh, for those who don't know. And what happened over that next period? Like, because surgeries, like, what was, what was like, once you realized, like, oh, this is a pretty bad situation, what were the days and weeks that followed? Oh, it was brutal. I mean, I had my jaw wired shut, my teeth were gone, I went to whole new grocery stores. I, I was very insecure and self-conscious about my looks because... I mean, I was unrecognizable. My chin was out to here. Every time I would start talking, I would become self-conscious with my teeth being gone, yeah. my front teeth being gone, and my quality of life. I mean, I was down and out. But the cool th- cool part about it was I had my family with me after I left the hospital, and my nurse was an ex-Marine, and he was like, hey, any day you can walk out of the hospital, keep in mind, that's a pretty good day, right? Good luck mm-hmm. on your recovery. I mean, yeah. that set the tone for it. Yeah. And so. I had my family with me in my little 660-square-foot apartment in North Hollywood. Sounds and, about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My sisters were on a futon, like a, a, a twin wow. futon. They get up just to to give me my medicine, and I go back to bed. Um, but once they left— That's uh, when it really started. Yeah. That was when— Reality. The, yeah. Reality set in. Road to recovery began. I mean, I had nothing but time on my hands. Um, now, the big thing is that I didn't really mention— I had a pre-existing clay mask. I was in the entertainment industry. 
before I was an actor and a model. Yeah, I want to come to this because I also yeah. think this is a big significance of you having an injury. So not only did you get hit by not one, but two cars, break all these ribs, have the worst mandible fracture that someone had seen, and your livelihood depended on your face in many ways. I mean, that was my job. I, you know, it's kind of, it's interesting. Every time I mention that, it's like, oh, well, you're, but I, it was my job, you know, and I, um, uh, I loved what I did. And, but now it was just about recovering, you know, just removing my, removing the impurities that I was getting from the antibiotics that I was on. I was getting monthly um, x-rays just to see if the, if the bone was growing back. I had a titanium plate inserted up top and one on the bottom. Um, which I got removed, by the way. And I went through the whole recovery again. That's a whole another story. But um, slowly, you know, day by day, I just took it upon myself to reduce the inflammation that I was, you know, just in a fog from. And also the antibiotics was just leaving me like a mental zombie. And so I met with different Chinese herbalists in the Los Angeles area. Uh, uh, George Lamaru, um, Ron, Dra- uh, Ron Teagarden from Dragon Herbs. Crosby Ware, Sage Dammers, and Truth Calkins. And so I'd go into, you know, Air One, and I would uh, go to the tonic bar with my jaw wired shut and just start, you know, asking questions and seeing, like, how to reduce inflammation and build myself from head to toe, build myself back from head to toe. And also in doing that, I was I, I knew I had a pre-existing clay mass that would bring a lot of blood flow and circulation to the surface of the skin. They informed me that that would help break, in, break up and loosen up some of the scar tissue and particles that I had just in, in an effort to reduce the swelling because it was hard to look at, you know? But in doing that and creating, you know, getting the stagnant capillaries moving, I noticed, and I noticed like this, it was very, it was almost like a beauty treatment too. I loved how I looked afterwards because of the, the blood flow and circulation created to the surface. And, but it just became a creative outlet for me because I was seeing myself, I was seeing this, the improvement. And the swelling and my abrasions were gone within a few weeks, but obviously my scarring wasn't, but it just, I mean, all that, that makes you feel good, you know, and, and all that research from, you know, building myself back with this little morning tonic, I'd add, you know, Shizandra, Chaga, Reishi, um, a lot of amino acids to get the blood flow circulating from head to toe. And I, you know, I'd just make a little a morning tonic in my blender. It, I mean, obviously it tasted brutal, but, and I put it through a little straw in the back of my mouth just to get my nutrition. And it was a daily um, every you know hour had just uh, a you know a purpose for it in my recovery. I mean, I became obsessed with getting back. I wanted to get back, get back better than I was before. I mean, it was just I, I'm, you know, I just took it as a challenge. I love this, and I love that we're having this conversation. Two things that you're saying are standing out to me right now. First of all, like. I am so grateful for Western medicine in so many ways. And goodness knows what would happen if you had been hit by those cars and weren't near a hospital at that time. Or, you know, you were at a place that couldn't really provide you good health care at that time. I think the outcome would be really, really different. And it's really important to recognize that. And in the same breath, I feel like Western medicine, you know, as a chiropractor, and I feel like Western medicine can get you so far. But sometimes like being your best self and getting that performance back, I feel like Western medicine doesn't always take you to that next level. And I'm just hearing what you're saying by, you know, okay, to get inflammation down, to help with scar tissue, we're actually turning to a lot of like natural herbs and resources that are often neglected and not mentioned um, in the traditional path to getting well or getting better or recovering from something. So, you know, how did you know, like you were saying you were just hearing these conversations in Erwan, which is like, if people haven't been to LA, it's actually like the bougiest bougiest grocery store but it's not really a grocery store it's got like all the all like the potions that you could ever want in your life to be amazing um 
but like I'm just what was that journey looking like where you're like okay well I've got this far but like I want to get to that next level and how do I know and how do I learn and all these things well I did have a clay mask before so when I was 20 years old remember that Aztec healing clay it was one ingredient calcium bentonite clay no but I'm from the UK I did did that make it over there I, I don't know it may have. It, it's Maybe. a pretty popular, but okay. one ingredient clay mask. Oh, wow. Right? All right. And so I, I, cut, I definitely hit it. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I was a former athlete, like a guy in skincare. I didn't want, you know, I kinda, Oh, so it was like was a women's product. You were like, oh, I don't want anyone to know I'm using this. Well, I mean, was, it's just the truth. I was kind of, because I, <laughs> no, I from like the that. early, from my, you know, ever since I, uh, 1920, I've been really into skincare because I had very bad back acne yeah. and, and like little forms of cystic acne as yeah. I was growing into my body. You know, hormones are racing and, all of that. But so I just, you know, but it bugged me and I wanted to, you know, actually ingredients from that standpoint started, I mean, I would look at the back of, you know, big brand names mm-hmm. and just find things that I didn't even know what they were. And it was also like that led to kind of putting it together in my head and going from like, let's just say clear cell to dove going from like 30 ingredients down to five. And a lot of the, the ingredients in the surfactants and uh, dove soap were like naturally derived. Some of them were from coconut. And that that made sense to me. I was 18, 19 years old, just kind of trying to put it together yeah. in my head. And so that I just want to tell you that that was kind of a catalyst, you know, putting together and putting, you know, finding a solution for my my problem. My back acne was very bad and it came down to ingredients and diet and nutrition and then the products I was using. So I just wanted to tell you that. But um, and that's where the Aztec healing clay came. And so I was using that once a week. Um, until, I mean, that, yeah, 19, 20, 20 years old. And then when I moved down to LA, I was 25. And so I had that. And then over time I started becoming really, really interested in that one product. And so I isolated that ingredient. It was only one calcium bentonite clay. And I started just, you know, looking around for different clays, butters, and, and, you know, different superfoods that I would put together and make this, this like pre-existing clay mask before this act, the accident. So you know? were you like entrepreneurial then? Because I actually think this is really interesting because one, I think like for a long time, it wasn't really cool for men to be involved or actively doing skincare. You know, it wasn't like really a conversation where it's now like, you know, guys can often have bigger array of products than women, you know? And I think that's amazing and everyone should take care of themselves. But I'm really curious, like it, it's, that's a big jump to go from like, oh, you know, I'm utilizing this clay mask. I'm looking at ingredients too. Okay. I'm going to kind of like start my business. Like, was it a business or was it just like, no, oh no, I just had this mask. I hid it. I did it every Sunday night before my week of auditions. Like uh-huh. I, I had roommates at the time. I'd scurry into the bathroom, no mix it up, let it dry and then hop back in and hop in the shower and so you like weren't it monetizing happened. it, were you just utilizing no, yourself? No, no, just for- Got I mean, it. Yeah. And so, it was your secret. It was your it beauty was, secret. Well, you were like, I'm not t- I need to get the ladies. These guys do not need to know about this. <laughs> hey, well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things. I, it was, you know, a guy in skincare. I was shy about it. I was, um, but definitely not anymore. Uh, but I had that pre-existing clay mask. And so where I would source the bentonite from, uh, there's uh, Jason Eton. He's with Green Desert Clay in Nevada. I mean, I just, I loved how it made me feel. You know, it has a very, like, it has a, det- a detoxing uh, capability. Also, just reducing all the blood vessel constriction around the eye, T-zone, and nasal area just really wakes me up every morning. I mean, woke me up every morning. Also, just like, just you get a nice, bright, fresh exp- uh, complexion and just, it, I just love how it makes me feel as well. But I um, I found Rasul Clay, Kaolin Clay, Eyelight, Pyrophyllite, Bentonite on this website, Jason's. And so I, he was almost like a little consultant with me 
and as, as far as like with particle size and melding formulas. And so I, that's where I got my clay base. It increased after the accident, but I had a pre-existing clay mass of just kelp powder, Russell clay, bentonite. And I think I had vitamin C back then. It, it, I've just really been into skincare. Old chemist over here. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, I just became my own science experiment. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that because you were in science experiment. You had this accident. You were suffering from, and um, you know, for those watching on YouTube, we've put some photos up for them to see, like befores and afters. So you were really like inflamed, like a lot of um, scarring in there. So you were like, hang on, how do I get this better? And you were like, well, I'm utilizing this, the clay mass, the OG one, the original one. But was that, were you finding that wasn't quite cutting it for you? So you're like, I need to add more to this because now I'm in a worse position. I've got further to go. So what was that journey like? So it, it made sense to me that, I mean, your skin being your largest organ, you want to treat it like another mouth. And so that morning tonic that I was making, I mean, I'm talking deer placenta, egg yolks, you know, I boil beets, put them, put them in there with uh, nitric oxide circulation, bison liver. Wow. I mean, schizandra, like I said. You were spirit. putting all this in face yeah. masks? Yeah. No, no, no. Not in the mask, in my morning tonic. Oh, I was like, hey, I'm so, like, wait, no, I'm putting bison liver on my face? <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, deer okay, placenta, uh-huh. pearl so you're powder, like being colostrum. being very conscious about what you're putting in your body. Yeah. But and then just one day, I mean, I was experimenting with pearl powder, colostrum, uh, and I just, I broke open the capsule and I put it into my mask that I, that I was making just because it made sense. The nutrient density of both of those ingredients yeah, are incredible. So why, why, why were you eating that? What is that good for when you ingest it? Just so that everyone's yeah, being educated sure. on this yeah. too. Um, well, freshwater pearl powder is very calming for, in, uh, calming to the just anxiety and things like that. But it's, it's also a very good kidney and liver cleanser. And then, but I'd never seen it used in a, in a topically as a skincare product. And colostrum, especially ours is first four-hour milking grass-fed colostrum from a small farm in Wyoming. Very rich in nutrients. So, like, they just want to let you know they they feed all the calves first, and then the surplus is dried out, concentrated, and made into a very, uh, like, silk-like powder. And so, um, I did that to build myself back internally because of the IGF-1 growth factor components to so that. So, you've been having, like, all the antibiotics, so you knew that was, like, you wanted yeah. to build up your gut again? Yes. Okay. The good yeah. bacteria within the gut, we all need it, but antibiotics often kills the bad bacteria as well as the good bacteria, right? And we've actually done, I know a little bit about this actually because we've had um, Tina Anderson and the uh, founder of Just Thrive um, talking about, and actually if anyone's listened to this and you have skin issues or gut issues, go and listen to that podcast because she was educating us on how important gut health is for your brain and your skin health. And she was actually saying it's kind of linked with performance and productivity and like being able to like focus and function. Um, and so it's been a really interesting journey, but I, my understanding is antibiotics can um, really damage a lot of the the good bacteria within your gut, which then leaves you depleted and then open to more of the bad bacteria, correct? Right. And it's so hard to get that, to get that back, yeah. to get that good live gut bacteria back into the system. And yeah, I love Tina, by the way. She's She's incredible. amazing, yeah. Her, did you meet Bill, her husband? No, just met Tina. She's been on twice, actually, because she literally, every time, me and Natalie like, what? And actually, she was also one when I, was, I interviewed her, I was having a lot of problems with my skin still. She was like, you need to go on these probiotics. Like, you need to be doing then probiotics, then going on to the prebiotics, and then like really building back up from there. So she did a lot of education with me, which was super helpful. Nice. Yeah, no, they're great people. It's yeah, it's one of those things where I just wanted to feed my large my largest organ from the inside out, right? And so when I got the wires out, it my complexion had I mean it was 
I mean, that was what, eight weeks down the road. I think I, I got it done just a week before a job I had in San Jose. I made an outside goal to make a, a runway job for, uh, I was, uh, I got booked for some Macy's gig like the first week of June. And this was March 20th, 2011. So that, yeah, just a, a couple months afterwards, got the wires out, got my teeth bonded in um, and uh, still made the show. But I just, I did that through just religious work, discipline, and staying focused on my routine of uh, recovery daily. Like every hour had a point to it. I, I mixed up, well, it's now my night cream. I had beeswax, cacao butter, aloe, sea buckthorn oil, plant-derived stem cells were getting sent to me. I was uh, The oil-soluble ones, I was mixing up, putting it in a cast iron pan, which is now my night cream. I would make, that was my little paste that I'd add to like heal my skin and hydrate it and condition it after I'd, after I'd use the mask. Okay, you know so I mean? just, I, I'm following this, but, and I'm also like, oh, okay, I'm curious and I have some questions. So you wanted, like, you had, like, the skin needed healing. At that point, like, it was scarred, it was dry, it wasn't, like, nourished, but, like, I'm trying, so you were, like, looking and putting, starting to put some of these things in, because you were like, I want to feed my skin. Do you know, like, were you looking at the science between, like, layers of skin and how they, like, replenish themselves? Or were you just like, hang on a minute, this seems logical. If I want to eat this stuff, then it's probably, like, my skin. I'm, like, curious as to, like, how we're connect, how you connected the dots. Yeah, well, it was all, I was trying everything. A lot of things didn't work. By, I mean, this was, like, a year and a half, two, yeah. two years of just an exploration of how I could, how quickly I could heal myself. I never thought I was going to get into skincare. I want, I want and I wasn't even trying to push it as a product. I was just going around because I wanted to see if, if if people thought, you know, my friends, friends of them that I didn't even know, get this. So I would I would go around town just with a little backpack before my nighttime work with a little bamboo bowl, apple cider vinegar, some lavender oil, and like, I don't know, sweet orange oil. I'd mix up masks, just trying to get feedback, right? I thought I had something. I really did. I mean, it was there were undeniable results from that very quickly. And it was different from any other thing that I've seen. You know, when I go to Air One, when I go to Whole Foods and I'd study on the shelves, there was always some type of hole in products, you know? And it was just boring to me if it was just, you know, you only see one clay mask, right? Redmond, maybe Bentonite, something like that. Like I said, Aztec, which they're all great. They're incredible. But I wanted to spice it up a little bit. I mean, like I said, green tea powder. I mean, there were a lot of things that did not work. I mean, I experimented with everything that I was putting into my smoothie. I, like I said, I had nothing but time, but it came down to particle size and like the the emulsion of the formula. It had to be perfect. And I, 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 I mean, I just remember looking at like my mask when I was when I was you know mixing it up, and I I was looking at my what ended up being my purpose, but I didn't know that I was just trying to get back. I, I mean, I I didn't like what I saw in the mirror, and I didn't like how I felt. And, um, and you didn't like what you saw on the shelves either. <laughs> oh, and I definitely didn't like what I saw on the shelves. I mean, every product had some type of hole. I mean. It, whether it's, I don't know, glycerin, harsh preservative. I mean, fragrance is one of the biggest culprits, government-recognized carcinogens. And also the uh, unbelievably just dishonest ways that you're allowed to label your products. You know what I mean? For and, sure. I want to talk I mean, about I, this more yeah, because I, this is like a real bugbear for me. Yeah. I am like so sad that in this day and age, we have to be reading labels to decipher as to or reading ingredients to decide and understand whether what they have on the labels is actually true and I know there's like regulations around this however things are still really falling through the cracks and you know I actually just grabbed some products like I didn't have any of these at home because I've been watching this stuff a long time and I actually knew you way before um because I was I've used Altura 
And the, your clay mask is insane. And I want to be like telling people about that because I know that it really, really helps. But before, I want to just highlight some really key things because for me and a lot of other people, like this will be kind of shocking to really discover. So back when I was having some skin issues, I downloaded an app called Think Dirty, which I'd highly recommend to anyone if you are looking to really understand what's in your products. Because when you look at ingredients labels, it's kind of overwhelming. Like there's all these words. And I think we just take for granted, like, oh, I don't understand these ingredients. But surely they're not that bad for me. Surely they won't be allowed to like put like put certain labels in like we wouldn't be able to put certain ingredients in here like they're not going to get away with that but they really do and I actually like reached out to have you on the podcast again because I was in the UK recently I went to I flew to the UK and I ran out of the foundation that I was using so I had always previously been utilizing it cosmetics which is um Jamie Kern Lima's and then I'd moved to I bought like I was in New York or something and I got caught and I bought some Dior, um, this Dior one, which was like a spray one. And I did, I'd forgotten that it had this app, et cetera. And I just bought it on the, on the run. Anyway, I ran out and when I was in the UK, I went to buy some more. And I was like, oh, hi, like I can't find this on the shelf. She's like, oh, we've discontinued that. It's actually got harmful. Like we've, it's been called back because it's got harmful ingredients that are not allowed in the UK. So I was like, oh my goodness, like what? But then I came out to the US, I can still buy it here. And I was like, why are the why are we not? Like if we've got just if we've got harmful chemicals in our products, why is that not unanimous across all countries? And this is one of my biggest challenges with the US that I find the regulations are nowhere near as strict as they are in the EU and the UK. And they seem to let a lot more things get added in to it, particularly foods and Thousands. stuff too. Like, um, but so anyway, I was going on to say, like, I actually went to um a it's like CVS today to like buy some products and I wanted to like I was really triggered by some of these so I wanted to get your thoughts and I, I wanted people to listen to this and I with an open mind because sometimes these things are really really surprising and I would just want to educate people that labels can be misleading so I, I just want to also say something I mean there and I'll find the study on average women leave the house with over 200 government recognized carcinogens daily I mean, it's just, I mean, between hairspray, makeup, lips, whatever it is. I mean, that is disturbing. There are thousands of ingredients that they don't allow in, in Europe that are just fine. I mean, because we get, you know, EU registration, all that with our wholesalers. I just want to say, I completely agree with you. It's ridiculous and completely dishonest and misleading. I mean, it. And it's no, it's great. And this is a great conversation to have because the, the boss babe community is they're empowered, they're smart women. And for so long, I didn't know about this thing. And it also it bother, it bothers me that like, like, damn, just because I didn't grab that app and check it, now I've been like putting this skin like on my skin for like over a month. And I'm like, why didn't I check it? But why should I have to check it? That's what bothers me. Like if they know that these products are linked or there's research showing that they are possible carcinogenics, why are we so lazy that we put that stuff in versus being like, okay, actually there's all these amazing products that exist that we can use that are way better, they're natural, and they don't have necessarily the, you know, um, nasties in them you know like they, we don't need to be having all of this and they last I mean I've used your products and I've had them for a long time it's not like they go off in a week or I have to keep them in the fridge or anything like that so it's just really interesting to me that we're really allowing this and I think it takes education of consumers to really start changing it so it's it's all cost and it's ridiculous it all comes down to cost 
it, it, when I was formulating these products, I remember meeting with manufacturers and they, they're like, well, what do you want the price point to be? I'm like, I, I, no, let's just make the product and then we'll figure it out. Like I didn't, that's, that's not how it goes. You have, it's all built down from a boardroom and get perfect profit numbers already. I didn't know, luckily, I'm so glad I came into it as ignorant as I did or not knowing as much as I did. Uh, because, I mean, I'm still working with a lot of the same manufacturers, but they respect the heck out of uh, how I went into that. I'm not trying to like, pump myself up, but it's completely different than how any other formulator or any other company that they've worked with in the situation has been. It's, I mean, it just makes complete sense to me if you're trying to heal yourself. I mean, this is way before. You're going to you're gonna get the best thing. If I had $1,000, and I probably did have about $1,000 in my account, and every penny of that went to my, towards my recovery. I just figured the quicker I get back and the better I get, obviously, I'll get a job, and the quicker I'll get back on my feet and start working again. You know what I mean? But that's how important it was to me, just to get the best every source. I mean, colostrum, manuka honey, pearl powder, very deer placenta, very expensive. But, I mean, it's just, it's us. It's our life. Our, our you know, quality of life is everything. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is one of my favorite self-development platforms and I want to take a minute to talk about it because it's a place that I continue to refer back to every time I'm looking for inspiration and education. So if you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love it. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every single month. I recently enjoyed watching Anna DuVernay's class titled Reframe Your Thinking. She's an award-winning filmmaker and she walks you through how to reverse engineer a plan to defy your limits and reach the goal that you have in your vision. So not only does Masterclass have really tangible business development classes, but also includes classes in 10 other categories like food, woman lifestyle, music, wellness, design, so many more. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now, masterclass.com slash boss babe. Masterclass.com slash boss babe. This year, learn from the best to become the best with Masterclass. The theme of this year at Boss Babe is keeping things simple. 2024 is already off to an incredible start. Team Boss Babe is coming off a huge launch that felt so easy, so stress-free and honestly energizing, which says a lot. Quick backstory, last year we did a full platform audit of the subscriptions, platforms and products we were using to run everything behind the scenes and basically cancelled 75% of our subscriptions to go all in on one platform, Kajabi. Listen, you guys, when I tell you I did the research, I did the research. Kajabi is our podcast sponsor and one of the main reasons we had effortless checkouts and an amazing customer experience during our most recent launch. The platform has everything you need to build a business online and allows for unlimited ways to diversify your revenue, build your brand, and turn your audience into paying customers. We actually used to have a custom membership platform. We moved all of our membership to Kajabi and it looks better and functions way easier than ever. We also used to have different platforms for things like landing pages, funnels, email campaigns, 
checkouts, you name it. And it is a breath of fresh air to have everything in one place in Kajabi. There's no need to have multiple platforms with zaps tying them all together. Instead, I really encourage you to go all in on one platform. And I'm the biggest fan of Kajabi. They typically don't have extended free trials like this, but right now you can head to kajabi.com slash boss babe and get started with your free 30 day trial. That's K A J abi.com slash boss babe for 30 days completely free to play in the platform and see if you love it just as much as we do that's kajabi.com slash boss babe let's start with that right because there is definitely a barrier to entry sometimes with cost right and I'm fully accepting of that so I'm not here to be like oh you guys have to go and buy the most expensive products on the market you don't right but what was really interesting to me is I picked up these and if you're watching us on YouTube you'll see this I picked up these simple wipes right which are facial wipes now I used to use facial wipes all the time when I was in the UK back in the day like I would take my makeup off with facial wipes right now okay so actually I'm gonna stay on this thing. so I would use these all the time. So I grabbed these and a really easy, now I know a really easy replacement for this is I literally have face towels, you know, like I, we call them flannels in the UK. What do you guys call them here? Like, like just face cloths. Yeah. Uh, like washcloths. Washcloths. Wash cloth, yeah, right? yeah. And I would just have like, I have like 20 of those and I just use one each evening to like, I get my makeup off that way, like a brand new one and I throw it in the wash. All I use is water on it at that point. So it doesn't even, like to me, this is not, this isn't a proper cleanser. Like this is just to get your makeup off. So I don't think taking these out of your daily routine is going to cost you anything. In fact, it's going to be cheaper because now you can just use water in a washcloth. But the point that really got me so irritated on this is they literally say in here, right? Right on the front, it says no harsh chemicals or skin types, right? And it says under here, no artificial colors, no artificial fragrance, no harsh chemicals, no drying alcohol, no mineral oil, no soap, no parabens, no added phthalates? Phthalates, yeah. Okay, you said that better than me. (laughs) Vegan and certified cruelty-free, okay? So I'm like, oh, okay, these are going to be good. Then I get my Think Dirty app out. I'm going to hand this to you at this point because I want you to tell me about some of these ingredients that are in here and like what it, like what that, like, why are they putting this stuff in here? Because you were like, we were chatting before coming on the air and you were saying about like where even alcohol is positioned on that or like the preservatives, like talk us through that. So, I mean, to get makeup off, a witch, organic witch hazel in a little cotton, you know, it's, and then maybe alcohol, right? That's, that's what should be you know, headlining this. I mean, they have water, <laughs> glycerin. Of course, they didn't go organic on that. Satyral, isomonate, uh, propane dial, government-recognized carcinogen. Okay, so let's, so they have in this a government-recognized carcinogen that is in the market, but this is telling me there's no chemicals in it. It's no harsh chemicals. So I'm like, how do they get to put that label on? And yet it has, and I was like reading before, it has like, is it um, profanolol? Yeah, like a known carcinogenic. It's it's loaded with, I mean, it. I don't even think, okay, so they don't scent it? That's amazing that they don't have fragrance in here, I was going to say. That's that's usually a big culprit. Oh, that's in one of these others. We'll talk about that one. <laughs> I, I'm sure they say fragrance-free, which, I mean, anyway, but yeah, panthenols so, in here, uh, citric acid, they have two different preservatives, un, completely unnecessary. Alcohol, I mean, and then also alcohol is the eighth ingredient in here. 
Okay, they so let's fillers. talk about that. So I mean, basically, the ingredients, I don't know if a lot of you might not know this, but ingredients, depending on what is the most in there, has to come in the first. So this is, I learned this when I was looking at food. If you've got sugar in the top three of like any ingredient you're buying, it's really high sugar quantities versus if it comes down the line, it's got less in. So what is it saying, like the first few bits of ingredients? Well, and how about right here? No drying alcohol, satirical alcohol. Right there. So it says no alcohol, what? but then there is like, yeah, no drying. It says no drying alcohol, and then there is alcohol That's in it. Unbelievable. Um, no harsh chemicals. That's great. So how? I, don't quote me on the propane dial, government recognized carcinogen, but I, I'm almost positive it is. Panthenol, I'm almost positive as well. Sodium benzoate. They have three different preservatives in there. Stira 20. I mean, I mean, why, why, why? This is so, man. You have to take pride in what you do. I really big on And that. like, that's the thing. This is like my worry. I'm like, how? Me and you are both lost for words at this point, right? Let's do this one too, because this is also interesting. And then let's discuss like how they can put labels on and how people can like buy more conscientiously because the, I, I want to do this podcast like to educate people because I needed that education and I want people to understand like, okay, unfortunately we can't trust labels. We have to do our homework. And when you find brands that you know are good, try and stick with them because if they have those values and they have those morals, it can take some of that legwork out from you. But this one was really interesting. So this is a St. Ives body scrub and literally on the front, I think it says it's for sensitive skin types specifically which I thought was really interesting. It says 100% natural exfoliants, right? So you're thinking, oh, I'm buying something that's really great, 100% natural, going to be great for my skin. What's in there, Andy? Well, it's corn kernels. I mean, so what's so misleading, and uh, it comes down to integrity, they, the people see 100% natural, right? They don't look at exfoliants. Sure, they put corn kernels in here. Shocker that it's the cheapest uh, exfoliant that you can buy. But I mean, it's, you know what I mean? The, the consumer sees 100% natural in the but exfoliants. That's a speck of an ingredient that they have in here. You know what I mean? And then also, but I just, when you meet with formulators, I, I'll never forget, I wanted to make a, a follow-up moisturizer for my clay mask to that, uh, to my clay mask. And I remember I'm meeting with a manufacturer in Los Angeles and he's like, oh, it's like baking a cake, water glycerin, alcohol. What do you want it to smell like? I'm like, well, no, 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 no. Like I, I want to be product based. Do you have? He's like, oh, we have honey. He's like, and it, you could tell right then. He's like, yeah, but no. I mean, tell a story about your ingredients. You know what I mean? It's, but that's how common it is. And this is a perfect example. Yeah, because Water, this is glycerol stearate. This glycerate. is interesting to me. They've got parfum in there, which is then aggravating to a lot of sensitive skin types. And yeah, this is marketed for sensitive skin. I'm like, surely if I have sensitive skin, I just don't want any of that in there. Like, just I don't need a it to smell. I just need the body scrub. Like it the, the logic here doesn't even make sense for me. Well, I mean, how about adding yellow five definite government recognized carcinogen? I mean, I what that's in there. Yeah. Yellow five, blue one, red 33 titanium dioxide. I mean, this is, this is, you know, lanolin, alcohol, sorbic acid. What do we got Let's here? Stearate, say, stearate after stearate. Get this. PEG 100 stearate, glycerol stearate, settles, acetate, fragrance. Boom. You have benzyl, Benzyl alcohol. This is one of the worst I've ever seen. In the, the I don't want to get it, you know. But I, I actually used to use this. I'm talking when I was no, like 14. Remember the apricot scrub? I mean, yeah, it that's was great. What I mean. I like, I'm like Saint Ives. That's in Cornwall, the UK. It's not from that one, but that's, I was like, oh, I always use this. That's why I picked it because I was like, damn, like I was using this for years. My mum was giving me this, and you know, I had this conversation with Natalie. She's pregnant right now, and I'm like, it's so interesting. Like, you know, like. 
even like some of the, I didn't choose any of the baby ones because I didn't want to go there. But even some of those are really poorly marketed. But like, yeah, as a teenager, this was my go-to scrub. And I'm like, what also does po- possible carcinogenic mean? Because I think that's really interesting. Like, I don't want everyone like listening to this going panicking like, oh my God, I'm going to get cancer. It doesn't mean that at all. But it does mean, how would you describe it when things are labeled possible carcinogenic when you're looking at these ingredients? I mean, it's toxic. And if you're doing it daily or scrub a few times a week, and if you're using, you know, ingredients like I just listed, it's going to disrupt your endocrine system, your hormones at a cellular level. Over time, you're doing that daily. I mean, it's it's going, I don't even want to put words out there, words yeah. of power, but. Because it, your skin absorbs everything. And I think a lot of people forget that. Like you, things go beneath the layers. Like if you were to look us into a microscope, there's always tiny little holes on our surfaces, you know? And I think that's really important to recognize that a lot of these like products, they can penetrate that and they can get into our systems. And so having that awareness, I think is really, really important. But for me, it's just so astounding that, you know, if, and if you go like, if you, anyone is curious, basically get the Think app. I'll put a link to it as well. It basically reads barcodes. So you basically just grab the product, scan the barcode, and then it'll tell you about which products are clean in there and which aren't. And it kind of actually grades them too. They they call the really bad products like dirty and then it's like less harmful and then green. Um, but I thought that was just like, just it was just really sad to me that I was like, wow, you can't even like read labels in the front. Like you actually have to look at ingredients these days to really understand like what you are putting in your skin. And I do think like that stat that when women leave the house, they're often wearing 200 plus carcinogenics. Like I can see how true that is. I mean, just in this product alone, like we've probably called out three, you know, it, it, and that's just something you shower in and that's yeah. not even your main like soap or anything like that. And then like you're saying, lipstick. Makeup, hairspray, deodorant. It, I mean, it, it enters your, your blood within 24 to 36 seconds, these ingredients. You know, and if you're doing it, you know, compounding it daily, makeup, lipstick, I mean, especially that pathway right there to your lips, just please be very, very careful with what you're putting on top of your body and into yeah. your body. You know? I don't know if you know this answer, but how are they able to put those labels on there that they do? It's, it's how you mentioned it um, earlier. There are thousands of ingredients that they don't allow in Europe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. United States so are allowed to use thousands. And know, it's, it's, it's just, it comes down to money as well. Like, do you think it's like, oh yeah, well. Manipulation. I, yeah, no, no, uh, exactly. Like people, I don't know. It, we don't need to get on the conspiracies, but the point is you guys look at your freaking ingredients because you can't trust them. <laughs> and you get a better benefit. I, I strongly believe you get a much stronger benefit and effects from ingredients as close to nature as possible. Mm. And you can get really good active ingredients too that are echo-cert approved, naturally derived, like like our our plant-derived vitamin A we get from France. It's organic, alfalfa-derived. And I mean, there are ways to go about it and it does cost more. But I mean, what do you, how do you want to be known? Like, how do you want to you know, live your legacy. Yeah. And also like, you know, for people who are utilizing it, like just think, do I need this product? Or like sometimes, yeah, the cleaner ones might be a bit more expensive, but there are also some really reasonable ones too that, you know, don't have to cost the ass. But I think it's that due diligence also. So obviously like we know you, Altura was born and tell us what it means. Altura. Altura is Latin for feeding and nourishing. Um, yeah, the story. Wait, um, do you call it Alatura? Alatura. Alatura. Oh, do you think it's Altura? 
Altura, I was saying. It's I've been like calling that the whole time. I'm like, oh yeah, I use Altura when I'm like talking to people. So Alatura. Alatura. Oh, you say it so much more elegant than me. I'm going to get Alitura. better at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. So you, so it's Latin for? Latin sorry? for <clears throat> feeding and nourishing. Feeding your skin and being your largest okay. organ, you have to treat it like another mouth. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very delicate. Obviously, we're extremely porous. And, you know, you don't want to disrupt your endocrine system at a hormone level, hormonal level. And uh, things like deodorant and, and body lotions, harsh toxic uh, shampoos and, and different leave-in conditioners. I mean, it's— How come it, they disrupt endocrine systems? Over time, at a at a hormonal level, it does. I mean, when you, as far as, I mean, just an example of, say, I mean, it can lead to cancer at a mm-hmm. home. I mean, just as far as these, um, like, let's say titanium di- or titanium or aluminum and deodorant, yeah. right? That underneath your arms daily, that has uh, been proven to lead to breast cancer mm-hmm. that close to that area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because of the lymph nodes of the breast are there. Right, right. And so it's, you know, I, I don't know the complete science behind how endocrine system, you know, leads to, you know, hormonal failure, but I know that carcinogenic yeah. ingredients yeah. do disrupt no, I've, your I've endocrine heard system. It. And actually one of the ingredients on there that I was looking at, which one was it? Oh, it was the methylparaben one. Methylparaben, Methylparaben. Yeah. Wow, these are a mouthful, but we're getting there. Um, yeah, that was that was linked to endocrine issues too. And also like the buildup of um, lumps within the, like breast cancer lumps were found to have buildups of that in, which was also really interesting to me. So yeah. you started with this clay mask to help your skin. Talk to mm-hmm. me like about, I'm like obsessed with this clay mask, you guys. Like it's Thank really, you. really great. Yeah. Um I'm going to be honest because when I have shared it on my Instagram before, I've mm. had people buy it and be like, it kind of smells a little bit odd. It kind of smells, I think it smells like seaweed. I feel like I'm putting like <laughs> the sea on my face, but you were giving me some tips today about I can put essential oils in it, right? Yeah. It's, and we didn't want to add any fragrance to it. It's a powder, powder to cream mask. So we want to, you know, give the customer a chance to customize it to their liking. So I understand it's a little earthy, especially when you add apple cider vinegar and the kelp. I mean, they, they kind of create a, you know, an aroma, but you can counteract that and with the, you know, take out the the bite from the acidity and the apple cider vinegar with like sweet orange oil. Lemongrass is great. Ylang Ylang, uh, Australian sandalwood, frankincense, patchouli is okay. Um, let's see what else. But yeah, I mean, you can. And it's not, it's not unpleasant anyway, but I think it's also great that like, you know, you could have gone down that route when you were formulating it. Like they were saying, well, what fragrance do you want to put in? But then if you put the fragrance in, then you're literally defeating the object of why you're creating this company in the first one. So I, I, I really believe in like, I think that's just such a good lesson. Like, yeah, it might be like, not, and I guess that's the same thing why consumers now, like um, my cousin just did this the other day. She bought a vegetable box from all the rejected vegetables because we throw away so much food every single day because it doesn't look right. And it doesn't like, it might be like, it might be a carrot with like two pointy bits versus one. It gets thrown away. And I think that's the same thing to start thinking about skincare. Like there might be sometimes slight compromises like, okay, maybe this doesn't smell as amazing as this avocado scrub, but this avocado scrub's got like, three carcinogenic products in it. So I know what I'm going to choose. And I also know ways I can get around it by just putting a couple of drops of essential oil in when I'm like putting on my face. If it really bothered me, but it doesn't even bother me, to be honest. I thought it was hilarious (laughs) that she messaged me about that. Yeah. I mean, you have to put products and ingredients that serve the skin, period. Mm. I mean, I I don't see one in there that does. Uh, There are, there's a little speck of avocado oil and that's, I mean, depending on the individual, that's not that bad. 
Um, and then the corn kernel, <laughs> that's it. And maybe water depends if they filtered it. But I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, seriously, it's, it's that bad. Um, so what and, about, I want to also, because I want to just share, because I have a lot of people reaching out to me about skin because I've had issues with mine. I also want to mm-hmm. share about the gold serum. Oh man. Because hey, so I feel like this was a. Flat out game changer. So I originally made that as a shaving serum for men, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, a lot of foaming agents, sort of moral sulfate, fragrance. Uh, it's just, you know, it's something they're doing daily. So I wanted to kind of get something healthier for them. But a shaving serum, now you have to explain. I, it was incorrectly titled, but also it was so much more than a shaving serum. I remember going to Florida. I met with a couple of families that, uh, that were customers and, and just sitting down. She's like, you know what? Your shaving serum, I steal my husband's. And I, was, I went back and I was like, wait a minute, I went to my car. And I'm like, well, what if I turned that up and started add, adding active ingredients? And I just went to the drawing board. I, my partner, Dave Asprey, I'll give him credit for the copper peptide. He explained how beneficial it is for skin. And then I added, you know, retinol is a very mm-hmm. effective, you know, anti-aging. It's, it's, yeah, anti-aging ingredient. But it's, very, you know, very sensitive uh, to the sun, a lot of irritation, downtime, resurfacing, you know, that you have to experience through that, as well as a lot of carcinogenic toxic ingredients like we just read. And so what I do is we, I just, I mean, it took a while, probably another two years just to formulate and find, you know, the the active ingredients. So what I did, it's been, you very rarely see it. It's like the best with cutting edge organic botanicals and then like the anti-aging skin science ingredients that were just, I mean, this was years ago. Copper peptide now is starting to become a little mm-hmm. hot ingredient. But I, so what I did is I, I tried to find a natural form for things like retinol. Mm-hmm. And I did, I found a uh, plant derived vitamin A that we sourced from France. Like I was mentioning earlier, marine collagen, CoQ10, astaxanthin, Yep. As well as a couple of peptides. So I added, I didn't reformulate. I had that as my base. And it's 95% organic. And so just, you know, sandalwood, beeswax, uh, frankincense, and then adding the active ingredients on the oil side of things. That That's uh, easily our most popular product. That actually won Think Dirty's Best Serum in 2018. Yeah. And also, I will also say this. Like, I didn't even know. I've never... I didn't actually ever put your products through Think Dirty, which I'm just thinking. So I didn't even realize that because I was like, oh, do people know about this app? So I love that like you're really familiar with it as well. But like the reason I didn't is because like when I go on the back of a lot of these products, I don't even know half the ingredients, right? But guys, this is such a sign. So the first few ingredients <laughs> are like jojoba oil. Do I say that? Because I used jojoba. to call it jo- jojoba, oil. jojoba oil. I want to yeah. call it jojoba oil, but that's not. I was trying to be. It's like that <laughs> quinoa and Quinoa, <laughs> like people get confused. Okay, so the next one, olive oil, know that. The next one after that, witch hazel, know what that. The next one, rose water, then rose hip oil, then hemp seed oil, then marine collagen. Like I think, and then it's the beeswax. And I think this is just like such an important factor to really recognize that mm-hmm. when you know the things that are on the label and the ingredients, that's kind of a good sign. And I, I've really taken that with my food too. Like, um, you know, Back in the day when I just used to purchase like mindlessly whatever like products I was buying and I'm like looking at the ingredients and they've got all of these like weird things and I'm like, oh, it's just normal that they have these weird things in, but it's not. Like you don't need to have all these like crazy ingredients in your products. Even just down to like, I would like buy tin tomatoes and it was like the second thing on the label after tomato was like sugar. Like that's a bad sign, you guys. Like don't buy 
Tin, like why would you even think that tin tomatoes are going to have sugar in that was what was mind-blowing to me like when i started looking at labels i was so surprised at some of the ingredients that were in there and that is exactly what happened with my healthcare. so my my um skincare and why i'm like really passionate about sharing this these stories because we want to be our best selves and ultimately when you're wearing products that are not serving you they have these knock-on effects like we know it's like a carcinogenic or we know it's having can cause endocrine issues then let's also think like how is that helping us our daily performance is that going to be like what allows us to feel great you know yeah i mean it over time i strongly believe that inflammation leads to disease you know and so i mean maybe it, that's it, it's all theoretic on me right now but i'm saying if it that maybe the endocrine disrupting leads to inflammation then over time can lead to worse things so that mm-hmm. i'm just trying to explain that no i but, think there's like research showing that that's like the first um one of the first caveats to like, because it's like when you like turn, particularly hereditary ones where you're turning hormones on and off, like they get turned on because of stresses. Mm-hmm. So um, I've read that same research where inflammation mm-hmm. is linked to a lot of chronic conditions. The cortisol response to, okay. Yeah, but, and, and you see how misleading it is. I mean, it, gosh, it's, it's, I mean, to put, just to find little angles to, to maybe just to confuse and mislead the consumer. That's what that, that's 100% what this is right here. Just because people aren't exfoliants, the ints, they probably because the, the, the eye sees ints and maybe they're 100% natural ingredients. I literally thought that too. Oh, because people don't read the full words. Because exfoli- when we read, have you ever done that test where they give you a piece of paper and you they take the middle parts of the words out and you can still read them? Like, because if they have the beginning and the end right, you can like make your oh. mind automatically. In- does the filler. That's why we can read so quickly in many ways because we like recognize patterns. Um, so that's how I can like mislead you. You're right with marketing. Yeah, I've heard about that. I, mm-hmm. I haven't tried it yet, but it, oh, it's yeah. really interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. like you get like um, a, like a paragraph with like the middle of all the words missing, and you can still read it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's the the thing is, I mean, you just really have to make sure that I mean, whether it's an emol- like glycerin, right? We, we do have organic glycerin in our cleanser, but it's I mean, it's it's just a, it's to make make sure the formulation and like the emulsion. Because we have, it's creamy, but I mean, that it's organic glycerin, you know? And so, uh, but I mean, just making, you know, make, making sure you take pride in your ingredients. What do you think are the top three products that people should avoid? Like this is, could be an overwhelming podcast for a lot of people being like, oh my God, I have all these things. I have to go away and like look up. But what is like the top three that you're like, no, these are the ones like always avoid these. I would say um, butylene glycol, propylene glycol. Um, sodium benzoate, um, BHT, BHT for sure. And BHT. these are like, are these ones that tend to be in face creams, like cleansers, or they can literally go to any of them? Like, what do they actually, why do they put those in products. the first place? Um, it, well, per, it, it, they're mostly in personal care products. BHT is actually in, in food as well. Um, but yeah, those are those are the first that come to mind. The preservatives, they don't serve the skin at all. And I'm pretty sure all of those are government recognized carcinogens and pretty sure they're I saw them in yeah, those two products. And I'm not sure about this one, but yeah. Oh, it's in that too. A methyl paraben. Okay, so PEG six, oh PG niacinamide, that's actually not bad. Um, PEG one fifty. So that's the CeraVe. Is that how yeah, it's CeraVe. This CeraVe. is CeraVe foaming facial cleanser. Oh man, yeah. I, 
I feel like everyone, everyone's going to be like going straight to like their products when they get home and having a little look. But it's it's a really good practice. Like do the audit on your skincare stuff. Propylene glycol. Boom. Here we go. Oh man, I'm going to get, I hope. (laughs) I could keep going and going. But it's just, you know, teach their own. Uh, I would not go there. I mean, it's just, what do you, how do you want to be known? Like I said, it's like, I, I care. I want to make sure people, you know, heal naturally, you know, and feel better about what they see in the mirror. I know what it is done for me and just how I feel and my overall quality of life. And you can do that naturally. Sure. It costs more. What are you about money? Or I mean, or do you want to like have something that really helps? And I know I want to help people. So mm. I, like I the- mean, money's good too. I, I don't want to make it, but I'm saying I, I seriously, when I was formulating this, I'll tell you, our body lotion, $23 to make, $79 we sell it for. So $39.5 is my wholesale cost. That's a statement product. I mean, I yeah. just that's ridiculous. I mean, these bottles, Marone Glass, it's from the Netherlands. Yeah. It doesn't allow artificial light to taint the bioactive ingredients. I mean, that's why they were, bl- I didn't know that. That's yeah, why they were well, black. Well, I only glass. got it because it was, it was a black glass bottle. And then I found, seriously, and then I found out how, I mean, so I asked, I mean, how expensive it was. I mean, I needed black packaging. I know I wanted to go glass. And so it, it's, just, I mean, that right there, Miron Glass, any company that uses that, I mean, aside from my depth, it's, I would trust them because this right here, that this bottle, I would say, uh, I think it's 243 to make bottle and pump. No, no, 272. That's just the bottle, not the formula, just the bottle. Like keep that, but if you, if you buy like, you know, clean it out, use it for all of something, but don't recycle it. It's, it's a very, very potent, effective glass. Their, their whole uh, motto is, it's preserved by the bottle, not by toxins. Oh, and so but damn it! Yeah. I think I recycle mine. If I only had known. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to. You like need to tell us, like I we, we need to market here. that. I, yeah. we really need to market keep that this. more. And then keep me. <laughs> see, oh, I should. You're right. I'll do a, a blog on that. And then oh, I want to do potentially some type of like apothecary sustainable. Mm-hmm. thing where, where customers can send it back to me and the, but then yeah, yeah like I know one way you like get like your, you can take your glass jars back and get them refilled I know and nobody <laughs> does so I have to I have to I have a cupboard waiting to go back one day they'll make it yeah seriously I actually just saw that this morning when I went there I've got some bone broth or something it's like a two dollar fee to bring back I'm like, yeah we'll no see. for sure for yeah. sure so I think it's like really interesting like it's I feel like online is so confusing there's like so many beauty influencers like so many people like who are paid to promote products etc and like how do you navigate like what is true what is false like even then like they were just saying like oh it's fo-, um you were like saying oh, like, oh these things were good and then they were saying at the end like don't put the essential oils like it has to be diluted with like the ho ho let's see I can't say it jojoba oil jojoba oil yeah, yeah. it's okay um, it needs to be diluted that needs to be a carrier to it but like how do you know all of these things I mean I I had nothing but time there's a ton of information out there on all of us if, when it comes to recovering uh, when it comes to yourself I mean it's just I and also I don't know I just didn't like what I saw in the mirror and I don't want to say it was vanity maybe it was I mean I what or, or ego or something but I I became obsessed with skincare and recovering, building myself, you know, ridding myself of impurities. I'm talking like, and I got, I got back very quickly um, because of that. And I was like, I just want to continue to do this for the rest of my life. It, I, I mean, but like you have the time to like read around it and you've experimented. Like, what if someone's not? Like, what are other brands like cool as? I'll, I'll hang on. I'm oh, not so yeah. used to saying Altura, and now it's like 
Alitura. 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 <laughs> There's that. It's like an amazing brand that I know, like, and trust and really recommend. But what are some other brands that you're like, okay, I know these brands. I've done the research on these. These are ones that you can't really go wrong with if you want to like change up your skincare routine and the products that you're utilizing. Oh, man. Audacity. Okay. Found, amazing founder story too. I've not O-D-A-C-I-T-E heard that. Okay. She's out in Topanga. She's amazing. Uh, Osea. O-S-E-A. Malibu. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Heard of that one. Yeah. That's in a lot of the uh, shops in LA, actually. Osea. Yeah. Uh, Anne-Marie Gianni. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primally Pure. I, okay. I, I use their deodorant, but I'm, I'm also making Oh, yeah. No, I got sent some of that. That's really good. Yeah. I wanted to utilize it before I recommended it because I was like, I don't want to recommend one of those ones that like actually you stink and therefore you might as well have no deodorant on because that's also an issue. It's like getting the balance right between yeah. like the ones that work and the ones that don't, I think. Yeah. And, and I just, I have very sensitive skin and um, I just, I, I do believe that I, I my skin reacts better to natural ingredients that, that, and that's a big part for me too. It's just, uh, I keep it simple somewhat um, with with like a, with just, you know, a good way to just maybe a weekly mm-hmm, mask mm-hmm. If, and then, you know, stay in between every few days when you do a scrub to exfoliate and just get a nice bright complexion, you know, clean off, wipe off some of the dead skin cells, hydrate, and then repair at night. Keep it simple. Cleanse throughout the day as needed, maybe once or twice. Some some people don't, you know, Tina may be a fan of, you don't want to disrupt the microbiome, so don't wash your face before you go to bed. I do. But um, yeah, just exfoliate, hydrate, and then repair and condition when you're in one position for hours when you're in bed before you go to bed. I love that. Well, yeah. thank you so much for giving us so much knowledge. I feel like there's probably some people like, oh yeah, like I'm glad I've heard this and I'm going to go and be intentional about what products that I have. And then other people are going to be like completely panicking right now. So my advice is just don't panic. And also like, don't feel like you have to all of a sudden go spend all this money on all brand new products. But I would say as you're replacing them, be way more intentional about what you are buying and purchasing and like leaning into, okay, I'm going to use this app or I'm going to look at the back of these ingredients because these little things do matter. And like, you know, you can, like we said, 200 products a day quite often. Like, let's get that down. Let's all of us deserve that. All of us deserve to like have good products that are going to support us being our best selves versus like take away from that. Absolutely. I completely agree. Well, thank you so much. I want you to share your handles, Andy. We're going to put links as well in any of the descriptions in the show notes where people can find you. Um, so where can people share their favorite takeaways and, you know, pictures of them using the Alitura Oh, Alitura yeah. I love mask. that. We love pictures. So it's Alitura, A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com. And our Instagram handle is Alitura Naturals, A-L-I-T-U-R-A-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S. And then I'm Andy Nilo. My last name is H-N-I-L-O. And if you have any questions, I, I'm, I love this. I love this stuff. It's what I'm obsessed. It's all day, every day. Internet doesn't sleep. And this is my it's my flat out baby. And I, I just love it. I love it. I found I my purpose love. through that. Thank so. you. Thanks Thank so you. much, Andy. This is amazing. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a review. Let us know what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were, and who you'd like to see appear on the show. As a special thanks, we'll send you a copy of our Boss Babe 25. Now, this is an awesome resource. It's the 25 essential things that you need for personal and professional growth. We've included everything from must-have products to books to rituals. This guide literally covers it all, and I know you're going to love it. So if you want your copy, simply leave us a review 
and then send a screenshot of your review to podcast at bossbabe.com. <laughs>